five, six, seven, eight. Hello, stagey friends. Welcome back to Breaking the Curtain. Today we have an extra special episode for you all because it's our one year podcast anniversary. Yes. One year ago today, we released our very first podcast episode with special guest and pal, Giovanni Spano. You know, we talked a lot about what our first episode was going to be, but I think jumping in with Gio was such a great way to start the show, especially with how he was the one who actually started our friendship. You know, you really got to know us right away, um... In addition to having an interview with such a talented performer. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. I... I still don't even really know how we got into the podcast business. <laughs> I ask myself that every day. But I love it. <laughs> I think it's my favorite part of what I do right now. So I'm very mm. grateful. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm sure we mentioned this a lot on here, but it's worth reiterating for those of you who are new or need a recap. But Chrissy and I truly started this podcast on nothing more than a quarantine whim. Uh, We're performers and theater nerds and theater bloggers, and we wanted to do something to fill the void for ourselves and for other theater lovers out there. Um, It was something that neither of us had done before. We didn't really know what would happen, and I don't think either of us expected to be here a year later, (laughs) still recording and releasing episodes. Yeah, I... (laughs) I I remember Jocelyn back in the day of the early quarantine days, she was like, what if we started a podcast, which Jocelyn doesn't listen to podcasts as much. So I was like, who would want to listen to us? Everyone I listen to is so interesting (laughs) and funny and they're great and they have good equipment. And I was like, what? Like, I was like, nah, let's not. I don't even know how we got back around to it, but I think you brought you brought it up the second time. Definitely Probably. because I mentioned it to you like in the very like maybe in April because I was laid off and I was so bored and we would just have all these long talks about theater. Um, yeah. And I was like we should do a podcast where we just talk about how much we love theater. And Chrissy was like who would listen to us? And I was like yeah, she's right. <laughs> no one would listen to us. Um <laughs> There's, that's just me being like, oh my gosh, guys, we are so interesting. We're not. Um, and then, yeah, I think you brought it up the second time. You were like, let's, let's, like, let's try it. And we were like, and I was like, okay. <laughs> I knew nothing. Chrissy's right. I didn't listen to podcasts. I didn't know much about podcasting in general. I didn't even have a microphone. So um, <laughs> it was... We were very much flying by the seat of our pants for those first two episodes with yeah. Gio and then the bat rambling, as I'm sure you can tell when you listen to it. Which wasn't even our first two episodes because there was an episode in between there that <laughs> I eventually removed because it was so bad. Yeah, it wasn't. I feel like in those first episodes, we recorded them like multiple times because well, it just... We- yeah, well, what we, we did had with that this... second one is that we were still trying to figure out, okay, what's our thing? And I was like, do people, the people I would listen to did mostly performer um, or show chats. And I was like, well, do people really do like theater news? Which, yes, yes, they do. They totally do. Why would I think they didn't? That's like... oh my god so I was like okay let's write a script because (laughs) at that point I was kind of like there we can't 
do this without a script. I mean, we cannot. We ramble. We tried. We really yeah, tried, we tried to do it without a script, yeah. and it was bad. So he, all of our episodes are scripted, unfortunately. But jeez. Oh, uh, actually, today we're not like super scripted. We have, but we do like, outlines. Light, these sometimes days, sometimes we mostly. have a light outline. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure you can tell. You can tell when we have a script and when we don't. <laughs> I'm certain of it. Sure. Um, <laughs> but you know what a year it's been just looking back to our first recording our yeah. interview with Gio I was sitting on the floor in my old house in my childhood bedroom with my old laptop that was ready to die at any second um, a zoom account I still wasn't entirely sure how to use and you know the crappy headphones that I had to actually speed all the way back to my other house to get because I'd forgotten them which was her microphone um, back then the headphone thing. yeah that was my microphone um <laughs> Chrissy was horrified she's like what are you using for a microphone I was like oh my headphones oh my god so funny <laughs> we have hit so many milestones in the last year and had crazy opportunities that I think those two girls sitting on the floor on a zoom call never would have dreamed of and we are so grateful uh for all of your support just wow we have so many amazing memories and stories so today we really just wanted to share a few with you all and uh share the gratitude celebrate one year and uh to talk about our goals for the next year because you know we made one year yeah. why not let's try for two <laughs> Let's, Let's keep, keep going. going. <laughs> if you guys want to hear us talk, we will do our best to keep talking. <laughs> Indeed. And you know, speaking of talking, we have released 40 episodes, including wow. 25 special guests, and we've reached... Are you ready for this? I'm not. No, me neither. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. We've reached nearly 9,000 downloads. That is just... It's more than we could have expected, is, truly. I mean... It's its honestly 9,000 more than I expected. <laughs> I um, because I was like, okay, maybe my mom will listen. But even then, I was like, she's not going to listen to this. <laughs> you know, it, it, it blows my mind. This right here is our 40th episode. Yeah. Um, and, you know, to have 25 guests, that's... The fact that these people have donated their time mm. to chat with us and share their stories and their work and what they're passionate about um, and that we've been able to reach all of you or different people, but 9,000 times we've been able to reach somebody mm -hmm. um, and have that connection in a time where we are so disconnected. Um, it's really humbling. It really is. And I'm just so grateful for all of you because we clearly wouldn't still be here doing this if, you know, it was just my grandma listening, which she does listen. Hi, grandma. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, actually, we we record our episodes ahead of time, but our goal yeah. for our one year anniversary, which we literally just made, was to reach 10,000. Mm -hmm. So if you follow us on social media, we'll be updating you with that later today. Um, because I'm just curious and you guys always wow me with your support. We're total geeks in the sense that we love numbers and 
<laughs> we like to calculate the numbers. So we just find it really interesting, honestly. Well, you know, and also there's the fact that as much as Chrissy and I do this because we love it and we create episodes that we are passionate about, when we look at those numbers and we look at these breakdowns, we see what you all like to listen to. Yes. We're able to kind of see what's been revisited, what mm -hmm. hasn't been, what people like, what people dislike. And of course, you guys could just message us anytime and tell us that. Yeah. The numbers are a great way to help us create content that is new and exciting for you yep. and in the vein of what you all want to see. So I think it's definitely worth reiterating right now to say, if there's something you want to hear from us, see from us, uh, please do reach out. We love hearing from people who um, listen to the show. It's always just so exciting to, like I said, have that connection. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're truly so grateful for all of your support and I know I cry every time we receive a message saying like, hey, your show history episode of whatever episode we've recorded recently, or even former episodes that we did, someone will always message us and say, hey, it made me feel like I was sitting in the audience watching the show again. And that just that's what we want. We want that. So we're doing what we we were set out to do. Yeah. And I think I mentioned this in our uh, interview with Aviance Hoyles and I'm gonna mention it again because it so sums up what I think like our mission is as podcasters and mm -hmm. theater artists and lovers you know it's for the theater babies and I don't just mean like young people like I mean anybody who just has that love and passion for musical theater and live theater and all that it is and all its different forms like it's for you guys it's to celebrate this art form it's to talk about what's new what's exciting what's changing and to connect in a time where right. you know you're not gonna meet somebody in the lineup for the bathroom stall to talk about a show that you love uh to make those connections and of course to mm -hmm. inspire the next generation of young theater humans i mean we obviously are huge nerds you guys know this already but <laughs> Um, it's yep. about creating the type of content that we would have wanted to have access to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we hope we're doing that. Um, <laughs> but that's, that's where it comes from. Moving right along so we don't get too sappy here. With 40 episodes and 25 incredible guests, we have a lot of favorite moments. So... As much as we're sure that you have your own favorites, we thought that we would take a little trip down memory lane as we reflect on one year on Breaking the Curtain. <laughs> so Jocelyn, here we go. Show history episodes, three favorite episodes each. You're going to start us off. Take it away. All right. Well, we have done a lot of show history episodes. And so many. Y'all know that they're my favorite because... I love fun facts. I love diving into what a show is. Um, I think to start off, I'm going to say um, our Rocky Horror episode. Yeah. Like, that is a show that is so special to me. I have such a personal connection to it. I got to do the show. I got to speak about my time with it. And uh, that is a show that is living theater history. And it is mm -hmm. ripe with fun facts and 
it was just so much fun to kind of deep dive into all the amazing things that Rocky Horror is. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Anyway, I could talk I could talk all day about Rocky Horror, but Chrissy, what is your what's one of your favorite show history episodes? Oh my gosh. I mean Ugh, we've done so many. I have to think about this for a quick second, but I guess one of them for sure would be Carrie. And it's one that we get <laughs> <laughs> it's one that we get a lot of messages from people saying it's their favorite episode. Um You know, yeah. I had a feeling you were gonna say Carrie. Of that course. Was such a fun episode to do. Um once again, ripe with theater history. Yeah. Like Yeah. You know, sometimes with shows that are newer, it's hard to do a theater history episode because they just haven't been around as long. But Carrie, my goodness, my goodness. There's nothing else like her. (laughs) No. (laughs) I'd take her to the prom. Oh my god. Actually, Chrissy, as we move through this, I do have to say that I guessed what two of your favorite show history episodes would be and I think I know the third one so when we get to the end of this I'm gonna let you know if I was right okay in my guessing okay um but oh (laughs) interesting (laughs) yeah moving right along I think another show history one that I really love doing was Heather's (laughs) yes it is such a great show you know we love Heather's guys it's so very. It's so very. It's so very. You can <laughs> color me stoked to talk about Heather's literally anytime. I will never shut up again about Heather's the musical. <laughs> so that was a fun one. That like really took me back to like my theater kid roots. Me too. Like I was in high school when Heather's came out and I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. love it. I'm edgy because I like Heather's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that was just a fun trip down memory lane, so many quotable lines, so many references. Honestly, sometimes my favorite show history episodes are based on how many puns I can make within the episode. So Heather's definitely was a blast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really love that one too. Um, Oh my gosh, I have so many. I'm like, just three? Mm, I I know what I want to say. But something's telling me that I feel a certain way about a different episode. So I'm going to go with my feeling on that one. And I'm going to say that I really loved our Rent show history episode because we put it out on <laughs> December 24th. At 9 p.m. At Eastern 9 p.m. Time. We timed it because we're crazy like that. We're not crazy. We're just oh, heads. We are. We are. <laughs> but I sat on that all day. I was like, you have to wait until 9 you have to wait until nine, even though it's already done. Because I had yeah, to, I think we had to put it out at that time. Yeah, it was one that we finished and we were like, we want to get it out to everybody right away because yeah. we have no patience. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was one of my favorites as well. Very emotional. And another one that like was ripe with theater history. It was chock full of, of goodies. And it was so fun to um, speak about Jonathan Larson and his legacy. Yep. Yep. Love that yeah. one. What's your last one? Uh, my foot, well, my foot's asleep, so I'm having trouble thinking. Um, <laughs> let me see. Okay, this wasn't technically a show history episode, but it's one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. And Ooh. I'm going to say it's technically a show history episode. Um. <laughs> 
are strong female characters in musical theater that we released for Women's History Month in March is one of my favorite episodes we've ever recorded. Mm. And I, you know what? I'm going to say it's theater history because we did talk about um, female characters from all across the wide world of musical theater, from the golden age to contemporary sure. to mega musicals. Um, and we did speak about the yeah. development of those characters, right, as well. So I'm going to say strong female theater characters has got to be top of the list. Top of the list. It was, we didn't have a script for that one. Uh, so it's really just us speaking for half an hour about all these strong female characters that we admire uh, in the musical theater canon. And uh, that was that was a treat. Yeah. That was very special. It's yeah, it's probably one of my favorites. It's in my I top love five, that I one think. too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's your last one? And then I'll tell you if I guessed right. Ooh. okay. Um, ugh. my last ones are tied. Can I say both? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So I really love our Bat Out of Hell show history that we did. That was really to honor um, Jim Steinman because mm-hmm. we had two come out, but our latest one is the one I'm talking about. The first one can like I liked our first one. It burned somewhere, no sense. if you know what I mean. <laughs> that was when we didn't have scripts. Um, <laughs> that was when we didn't have scripts. Or you know what? I think we did, but we just went off we the did. rails just... a bit. And oh, messy. But yeah, our latest one, we really researched Buckled a lot down. and put our hearts into it. And I love the way that turned out. And I also really love our waitress show history episode. That one makes me cry. It's yeah. so close to my heart. And it's another one that we get messages about often. And they always make me cry. It's nice to be able to relate to others through waitress yeah. and have that support system. And so, yeah. I say this about yeah. Waitress all the time, but it, it is the kind of show that sparks those conversations. Um, it is, And yeah. forges connections when it comes to speaking about something that is difficult. And it's such a testament mm-hmm. to the power of the art form. And I did guess all of your three right. I thought it was going to be <laughs> Carrie, Rent, and Waitress. Yes. Yeah. So that's how well I know you. Um, if we're giving honorable mentions, I do want to mention our haunted theaters episode because I literally just got oh, to Google yes. the history of actual theater buildings for like a month. And, um, it's true. I was so happy. I was like, I told Chrissy, I was like, don't even worry about it. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I refer to that one as the syphilis. Episode. The syphilis episode. Yes. Um, oh my lots goodness. Of syphilis. Jesus. Um. <laughs> Jesus. That is haunting. Ha. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> anyway, if you're curious about the syphilis episode, you can check it out wherever you listen to podcasts. Um. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. That's a good list. That's like a solid a very top good six list between the yeah. two of us. I mean, it's kind of a top eight. Because... Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, See, we'll give many. ourselves scripts and we just go off the rails. That's a prime example right there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so moving right along, Chrissy, as we mentioned, we've had 25 guests on our show. Um, so we're going to try to Gosh. pick three. Um, 25 people. 
wanted to talk with us. 25 very special dear yeah, to us and people wanted you know, to come talk with us. This podcast would be fun for us if it was just the two of us sitting yeah. here, you know, shooting the shit. Totally. Um, I don't know what that means, but you know what? I'm crazy. rolling with it. You've heard the expression before, shooting the breeze. Shooting the, you know, <laughs> just chatting with your bud. Okay. Chatting with your best pals. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> you know, we would have fun doing just that. But, you know, I think as theater kids, you always kind of like, you know, when that star that you love does like an Instagram Q&A or like they take questions on Twitter or something, you know, it's always an opportunity to learn, right? I mean, the best thing I think you can do as a young person who, you know, as a young person who would want to go into the arts in any capacity is to ask questions yeah, and to find the people you admire and ask questions from them. You know, it's a way to like, you know, you want to learn from the best. Mm-hmm. So to have the opportunity to sit down with these people who every single one of them, I have so much respect and admiration for, and to be able to ask those questions, the questions that we obviously want to know the answers to, but the questions that uh, you all sitting at home would want to know as well. And it's just so much fun. I love, I love our guests. I love chatting with them. I love seeing what their projects go on to do after we've spoken yeah. with them. They are all um, near and dear to my heart. So choosing kind of like, our favorites is hard because mm-hmm. it's like choosing your favorite pet or child, I guess. Um, but, you know, we're just here to share some of uh, those magic moments for us. You know, I went first for show history. So, Christy, you can go first with guests. Sure. Okay. Oh, my God. <gasps> oh, that's difficult. That's really hard. Um, my God. Okay. I would have to say that one of my absolute favorites was chatting with sweet Christy Altamar. It was really oh. special. Um, and, you know, she she had the loveliest words about our podcast, which blew me away. I didn't realize she had listened to some episodes beforehand. And I was like, we were both getting so emotional just hearing that. It really solidified like, oh, my gosh, OK, we're doing this for the right reason, you know? That was a really yeah, special one. Yeah, it kind of, one. like, hit me that, like, people are anyone listening. could listen. Yes. Well, like, people listening, we got, we kind of realized uh, very quickly. Yes. We had, like, those reactions to our episodes. But to have people of, um, at that level in the industry to have taken the time out of their very busy mm-hmm. day to listen to us was... I know. I was very shocked and then I instantly regretted everything I'd ever said on the podcast I was like oh my god what has come out of my mouth um but but you know it was was so lovely I've always heard things about how lovely she is but Mm -hmm. I never got to see her perform or meet her or anything like that and um yeah she was just such a joy she's such a delight because of the pandemic I haven't seen Christy in quite a while now so it was really nice to be able to have this chance to really chat on here as well and then share it with all of you (laughs) that was really cool how about you who's who's yours yeah so I um 
have three, and then I have our honorable mentions, which I'll get to at the end if if you don't mention them. Um, but because I feel like we have similar. Okay. Oh. Oh, interesting. But <laughs> we have similar everything. But for the sake of the episode, we'll use some different. I'm ones, sure we do. The episode where we interviewed Shalina Kennedy about her work in Beautiful will forever be like a life-altering moment for me. I've admired her since I was very young, since she was still since she was like working at Stratford before she was even like a big Broadway star. And I wanted to be like her so much. And you know, when you're a theater fan in Canada, you look at something like Broadway and you're like well, like, wow, like, that's so far away. Like, I'm Canadian. I don't know if I'll be able to do that. So when you see somebody do it, it's really like, it's mm-hmm. like rooting for your team at the Olympics, right? And uh, I just, I always thought she was this exceptional talent. And after seeing her perform, like, there are no words. And I have never been more nervous for a Zoom meeting <laughs> than I was when we sat down to talk with her, uh, I didn't even think we'd hear back from her. I, I kind of figured like she'd either respond and say no politely or we would never hear. Um, so it was surprising and I was so nervous and I was like, oh no, what if I can't say anything or be present in the moment because I'm so nervous? Uh, but she is so lovely and grounded and kind it was so easy to let those nerves go and just soak up every single word that she said uh, like a sponge. So, yeah, that's one of my favorite episodes and probably just one of my favorite, like, life moments ever was getting to talk with her. She's so articulate and passionate about what she does. Just, I'm, I'm going to cry thinking about it, so I'm going to stop. But, yeah, that was... A huge moment for me. Huge. That was a really big moment for, I think, the podcast in general mm-hmm. because we are so fortunate to have a lot of friends and acquaintances in the industry who have come on here to chat with us. But obviously, there's so many performers that we don't know personally. So when we send out the invites, we're like, oh, we're probably not going to hear back, but at least we tried. And uh, that was our first that we were like, okay, we don't know if this is going to happen, but it would be really special if it does. And it happened. Yeah. So that was a turning point, I think, in our confidence as well for sending out those emails and being like, hey, we would really love to chat with you. And seeing how sometimes it, it, it can happen. And it's really, it's really yeah, and I think that's one of the biggest things that we've learned in our in our our journey here as podcasters. And I know it's something I recognized on the blog as well. You know, the power mm-hmm. in just asking somebody. Yes. You know, you never yep. know what somebody's gonna say. Uh, getting rid of that fear of a no or not hearing, just letting it go, being able to send the email and let it go, and just see what happens. You know. I have a hard time letting go of things. So uh, that was kind of this big like moment for me. Um, one of our other guests, the lovely Zina Gushtard, I work with her in the showbiz clinic. She's kind of been a mentor in that respect to me. That is something that she just preaches and hammers right into you. And that's like the biggest thing I've learned uh, during the pandemic. And the podcast has been such a place where it's really become 
um, solidified and a reality to go, yeah, I can send that big scary email. Mm -hmm. If it happens, great. If it doesn't, that's okay. It's not meant to be right now. Um, And also every time we sit down to interview someone, I'm always like, okay, I interviewed Shalina Kennedy and I did not (laughs) pass out or asphyxiate or anything. I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. I kept my composure there. I can keep it now. (laughs) I told Chrissy, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. (laughs) We almost did not. We were... My computer crashed twice and I was so embarrassed. I was like, I was mortified. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm finally speaking to this woman I've admired for years and years. And my computer's died twice. She's going to think I'm unprofessional. But she was, she was lovely about it, of course. The kindest. The kindest. Anyway, I've rambled enough. Chrissy, please share another one of your favorite special guests. Oh my gosh. Um... Aviance Hoyles. That was a very, very special episode to me. Getting to chat with Aviance about, oh my God, everything. And getting to catch up after it's been two years been now, two years, since yeah. we almost two years, yeah, since we've last seen him in person. And yeah, I mm, getting to talk about children wanting to pursue a career in theater and chatting with people who teach them is just those are the episodes that get me crying always. <laughs> always. You know, Aviance is lovely in so many ways, but we spoke a lot about the Next Generation Young Artist Showcase, which he does for, you know, emerging artists, for young adults who want to enter the industry and giving them the training and exposure and to really showcase their work. You know, that's something mm-hmm. that we are so passionate about. We love when people give back into the community by providing yeah. uh, training and creating just a safe and wonderful place for people to play and to learn. But yeah, that was one of my favorites as well. I think my next yeah. one is a little bit obvious, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to go with it. I'm going with it. I'm diving right in. Our episode where we spoke to the members of the creative team of For Tonight Mm -hmm. is probably, again, one of my top five favorite podcast moments ever. Um, They had, we had kind of heard of them because Simon was, Simon Gordon was um, going to be on the album. So we kind of found their Instagram through him. They found us and um, ended up coming on the podcast to share their story and their brand new musical, their their baby, they shared that with us. They shared about their concept album. You know, we were the first podcast episode that they did. Yeah. And the album has since come out and it's beautiful, by the way. I'm obsessed with it. So it's my newest musical obsession. And um, that was so special to me to be able to be a part of that journey, but also to be in a position where these people came with, open hearts and minds and souls to share what they were working on and what they were passionate about it, it was, was yeah yeah it was yeah, really I love that one as well. really special oh my last one yeah what's your last right? one yeah <laughs> well your official last one and then we'll honorable mention oh my god <laughs> my favorite episode i know what it I is can't you can't even talk i know what it is <laughs> Bobby Rydell come chat with us oh my god 
I'm a mess again talking about it, but I'm still like blushing. Oh my god. I'm pathetic. That that's it for me, friends. Like I will take that to the grave. I want it on my headstone. Chat it interviewed Bobby Rydell, please. Yeah, and you know, our podcasts, they are audio, right? So you guys obviously didn't see this, but as we ended the Zoom call, he blew us kisses, and I saw Chrissy's soul leave her body at that point. Um, (laughs) He must have blown, like, five kisses, and I was, like, sweating, and he was talking to us in Italian, and I was like... Yeah, he even sang a little bit for us, and I was just... Oh, my God. It was so thrilling. Um, He's living theater history, man. That was just really cool. Yeah. He came on. Yeah. I was telling Chrissy this. He came on the radio at work the other day and I was like, I know that voice. And they were like, and that was a song by Bobby Rydell. And I was like, I know him. (laughs) I know. Every time Bye Bye Birdie's on, I send her a photo now and I'm like, Bobby, (laughs) our buddy, Bobby. I love him with my whole heart and soul. That was pretty special. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Who is your honorable mention? Oh, or is it is your last, last one, one now? Okay. I, okay. My honorable mentions will come in just a second. Because it's a tie for Love it's it. a tie for number three. Well, not really. It's like a three-way mm-hmm. tie. But I think if I had to choose, um, I would say our interview with Megan Picherno, who's currently Yes. Chris- well, not currently, because like pandemic. Phantom is a was the first like professional show I ever saw. So very special place in my heart for that. And to speak with her, to hear her speak about Christine, to just, it's hard to even describe it to you guys to go listen to the episode, but it was really moving and really exciting for me. And she just brought this gorgeous energy into our room. And um, I remember we, we got off the call with her and I looked at Chrissy and I was like, I needed that. Like I needed that uh, energy exchange. It was just really amazing and of course it was full of hope but you know a lot of our interviews and stuff are with people who um you know had shows that were going on and then weren't going on because of the pandemic or people have done things before people are doing digital things but it was was so exciting to speak with someone who is going to be back on that stage very soon and uh it really just renewed me with this sense of hope and yeah, I'm a little mushy about it. <laughs> it was a really special one. Yep. Yep. Mm. Um, so my honorable mentions, which I think are your honorable mentions as well. Um, and this is one that was very close to top three for me. Uh, it would be our, um, our friend, our lovely, lovely um, UK bat friends who joined us on the podcast. We had... Obviously, Giovanni Spano, our first episode, was not our best, but to be able to chat with him and have our catch-up and to share it with all of you guys was amazing. It was such a beautiful way to start. And then our next interview was a Bad Out of Hell cast reunion with uh, Ben Perkis, Simon Gordon, and Danielle Steers from uh, the UK cast. Mm -hmm. And... That was so much fun for me. That's definitely like tied for somewhere in my top three because they're all such lovely people. And obviously we love the show. The show is how we met. 
Uh, we would not be here podcasting to you guys without Bat. And it was so much fun to have them. It was really like, you know, it was a show we knew really well, so we could really just get right into the nitty gritty of it. We were able to have a laugh because they're people that we've met before. Uh, it was just such a wonderful, um, it was more like a little collaboration than an interview for me anyway. Uh, and it was very enjoyable process. Yeah, no, me too. That episode is so funny. And that is the episode that really gave us our kickstart on listeners. I remember for like 24 hours after posting, we went from like 230 listeners to like 550. Yeah. And that was like, oh my gosh, what? What is happening? You know, I totally forgot about that actually. Like, but you're right. That was, you know, a huge milestone for us. It was also our first time doing an, an interview with um, more than one person. So many people. It was only our second interview. Um, we were barely halfway through our first season at that point, you know, and our first season was a yeah. short one. Uh, but it was just, it was fun. We just, we all sat down. We had a giggle. We talked about the show. They shared their memories from it. And yeah, oh, it was just good vibes all around. They are so lovely. And I have to say that every single one of our guests has been an absolute delight. They are kind, they're generous with their time, and they're just so much fun. Uh, we love all of you. And all of them, of course, have a standing invitation to come back and uh, lifelong friends and supporters in Chrissy and I here at Breaking the Curtain. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Now we actually have a few questions that we were asked through our Instagram. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I, I lost our script. I was too busy getting emotional. <gasps> All righty. Let's take a look. So Chrissy, do you have a favorite podcast that you listen to, but you can't say breaking the curtain? <laughs> I do. Well, you know what's funny is that I don't I try not to listen to our podcast because then I'll get I don't listen to it either all self-conscious <laughs> and I also I edit every episode right so I'm like <laughs> by the time I finish I am like I can't listen to us talk for like three days at least yeah I don't even yeah. want to talk like, I'm like I don't want to hear myself talk I can't call Jocelyn right now I can't do it <laughs> Yeah, it's like I can't. I I transcribe our episodes, so it's like I really type everything bad. out. It's like and crazy. I hate how much we talk. I like know. as we are talking right now, I hate how much we're talking. Yes, um, but I hope you guys like it. If you're enjoying that's it, what matters. That's why we do it. So, <laughs> but oh my gosh, I just know that I hate my. Yes. Okay, some of my favorite podcasts are My Favorite Murder, um, and That's Why We Drink, which is like, that would probably be the podcast that really got me into listening to podcasts. I really love that one. They're so great on that. I <laughs> definitely go check that out. Um, I like And Let's Not Meet, which is like really, really spooky. Yeah, no, I would not recommend listening to that at night the way I do because <laughs> I will keep the light on all night afterwards. <laughs> but it's really the I'm not sure who their host is. I think there's a few different hosts who read the stories sent in. 
Um, but they do it in such a calming voice that I'm like, this is so peaceful, even though it's so terrifying. Anyways, I also just finished a podcast called Unread, um, which is really about the love you have of a friend that you've lost. And it has a Britney Spears twist in it. I I don't want to give it away. Um, it's only four parts. I wish it was longer, but everything is really said in four parts. I can't imagine it being longer, even though I wish it was, because I would so listen to that. Um, really love that one. That was a good one, too. What else do I really like? Oh, my gosh. What do you, Jocelyn, do you remember that one I tried to get you to listen to? The Hollywood, um, not the Hollywood Conspiracy Friends, I gotta look it up for a second. Yeah, I. Friend, you go ahead, and I will I tell our listeners right after you. <laughs> yeah. So, my experience with podcasts was limited, um, but now it's kind of expanded, right? Because of what we do. Um, I think I have to shout out our two podcast guests, who three podcast guests who have podcasts of their own. Uh, our friends over at My Favorite Flop. I love listening to them, so you should definitely go listen to them. They, of course, talk about fabulous Broadway flops. That's Christina Weston-Miller and Bobby Traversa. And then Zina Gushtart also has a podcast for the Showbiz Clinic, uh, which is always kind of nice to kind of get your little motivation on. But yeah, I really kind of, if I am going to listen to a podcast, I listen to, like, motivational stuff. So, like, I like Tony Robbins and Abraham Hicks. <laughs> it's not, it's not, like, super exciting. But, um, yeah, I'm just kind of looking. I kind of look, listen to, like, a little bit of everything. Like, when shows, like, Live at Five or Broadway.com have, like, an audio of right. the video I want to listen to. I listen to those often. Um, but I also really like, there are a couple Canadian theater podcasts I'm going to shout out. Uh, Tits and Teeth and Q to Q. And I also like listening to uh, The Secret Life of Canada. I love it. I love it. I found the name. (laughs) It was what I thought it was. I just didn't want to get it wrong. So it's called Chameleon, the Hollywood Con Queen, which... Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I was like... Send that to me. Oh, obsessed with it. For, I think, for anyone in the business take a listen to this because you just never know what you could get yourself into without realizing it. Truly terrifying, but really important information to listen to. And they just put out a second season, which I did not know about. So I'm going to, I'm going to check that out. Excited. (laughs) We know what Chrissy's doing tonight. You know what I'm doing tonight. Catching up on my podcast. (laughs) Catching up on podcasts. (laughs) Here's another really great question. So what is something you've learned through having a podcast? Yeah, um, we touched on this earlier briefly, but uh, yeah, that power and just asking. Like, just do it. Send the scary email. Yeah. Send the scary message. Um, you never, you truly never know what can happen. Um, you know, it just, when you come from a place of being genuine and you want to... Uh, do something that you're passionate about and something that comes from a good and deep place within you, you know, 
nobody's going to fault you for just asking. You know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. You know, for us, it's this is a passion project. It's not a job. It's not, you know, we do it because we like to do it and we want to share things like this with people who were just like us or are just like us. And so, mm-hmm. you know, when you come to something honestly and you say, hey, this is who we are, this is what we love to do, and we'd love to incorporate you in it, you know, even if you don't get a yes, you know, a lot of the, sometimes we even get no thank you. And even that is fine. It's, you know, it's hard to explain. Um but I know that that's feedback that we've also re- received. We just did an interview with a guest who you will hear from uh, later. Uh, and um, he mentioned that we were very genuine in our show. And that's something that's important to us. And when you come from that place of genuine love of what you do and just asking and asking just to ask, you know, you can't go wrong. You can't. Exactly. You know, that's, uh, I guess if there's any wisdom I can pass on today, it's just continue to come from a place of genuine light and love and let the chips fall where they may. That was deep. I like that. Yep. That was, that was deep. deep. I feel like I should be charging for that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Chrissy, what have you learned? I know that you have done so much on the technical side. Um, but like, what have you learned from being a podcaster? Oh my gosh. Um, so this is like the harder side, I guess, of podcasting because while it is our passion project, like Jocelyn mentioned, it's so much work. And I think, mm-hmm. and I love that because I really enjoy editing the episodes. Mm-hmm. I love doing that. It's something I did for fun in the past with songs and I, I really enjoy editing, um, but I think, like Jocelyn said, when you get a lot of no's, and sometimes you get a lot of no's from asking about monetization, and if you can join a network, you'll hear a lot of no's, and because you're not on a network and such, and you're not able to be monetized, like in Canada, we are with Anchor, and we love Anchor, we would never dream of changing um, our podcast host, but we can't get monetized in Canada through Anchor. And that's hard. So no monetization means even though we have the wonderful numbers that we do, we don't get money for it. And that is okay. It's just a lot of work um, for no pay. And I don't mind that it's in almost... the sense. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to add on to what you're saying. You know, it's like having a part-time job. Mm -hmm. Uh, Chrissy and I both work full-time doing various different things. Uh, And this is is kind of like a part-time job that we come home to and we do on our day off. Yeah. We finish work and we go right into this. You know, it's, it's not just as simple as, you know, recording an episode. There's outreach that we do. We market ourselves we research gorgeous graphics we research we write the questions the scripts the scripts yeah we 
um, there's the editing piece and the uploading there's piece. There's the re-recording that we have to do as well the if the mics fail us like they me. do. Oh, me too. That's probably the hardest part. <laughs> yeah, there's just there, so much work does go into it that I think like you don't think of behind no, the scenes. No, I, I didn't know when think I said, of it. Hey, Chrissy, we should start a podcast. I had I had no idea. I had no idea how much how much work it would be, but it truly is all worth it. Yeah, and because we literally did this all on our own with no help of a network and such, we grew our following through marketing ourselves by creating graphics on our own and doing everything just uh, Jocelyn just listed off. So it's hard work, but we love it. <laughs> yeah. You learn how to write a really good email real fast. You do. And that's um, fun. And I love that process. I love the process of writing the emails and sending them. Mm-hmm. And it's a big job. It could take us an hour to two just to send out our outreach to maybe get three responses. And that's totally fine. You know? Yeah. I think there was one day. How many emails did we send My God, out? at it was over, least 12. It was, yeah, it was at least, let's say 12. Mm-hmm. It was at least 12 emails. And I think we got one response back for a yes and a couple no's. Yeah. And didn't hear back from anything else. But you know what? We are, we're chorus girls. We can take a no. <laughs> um, you know, we know what the industry is like when it comes to yeses and no's. But, and so podcasting is really similar. You just have to put yourself out there and hopefully someone likes what you do and the stars just align. And I think that's what's truly great about our guests and the fact that with everyone we've had on, it's just the stars aligned and we were able to get in a Zoom room with them and chat and they were as open and welcoming to us as we hope we were to them, Mm -hmm. right? It was, uh, it's it's a collaboration. It is. It's an exchange of energy. It so is. It's theater. (laughs) Yep. So truly, whenever you all leave us a positive review or donate to our Kofi or even just send us a DM saying you really enjoyed a specific moment in an episode or it touched you in some way, or even if you didn't like it and let us know that, it means so much to us because we put in so much work just to get these episodes out. So any feedback really, really speaks to us. Yeah, we love, and we also just love it when people go oh like you were talking about this and this is my story yes show like yes obviously we just kind of sit here and talk to each other but you know I love uh involving all of you in it and we actually have a new feature now where you can submit your stories so like if theaters are opening back up and you just went to see a show and you want to tell us about it, send us an email and at the end of our monthly updates episode we're going to start kind of sharing stories that you've sent in um because that was so much fun with our stage door stories episode specifically to hear about your experiences and to include you all in the conversation yep yep all right so chrissy this one kind of segues us into our next little segment about the future of breaking the curtain (sighs) um are there any special guests you would love to have on or any um, shows that you would love to create a show history episode? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it never changes with me. <laughs> I would love to have a show history all about the musicals done, well, performed at the Rockwell in LA that is now unfortunately mm. closed. I am 
heartbroken. They, I love the Rockwell, but specifically, I would love to chat about Cruel Intentions, the musical, which is one of my favorite musicals ever. Mm. Um, and speaking of Cruel Intentions, I would love to chat with Katie Stevens, who is love of my life. Idolize her. So much talent there, and she absolutely killed it in Cruel Intentions, the musical. Um, yeah. How about you? Yeah, so there are so many people I'd love to, like, speak to, and so I think a guest that I'd love to chat with um, off the top of my head because she's staring directly at me uh, is Amanda Klutz. We're both reading Live Your Life right now, and oh my goodness, it is such a beautiful book. Um, she does such a brilliant job with how she's balanced um, what is quite a, a tragic story with hope and faith and family and love and laughter. And um, yep. I think that she is such an inspiring woman and I just want to give her the biggest hug in the entire world. And I've just so enjoyed reading the book. I would love I would love to offer her a space here on that plat on our platform uh, to chat about her story. Um, and on a happier note, <laughs> when it comes to um, show history, this is technically mm -hmm. not show history, but I'm going to say it anyway. I, and it kind of falls into the special guest range too. I'm thinking big. I want to do like a Smash series because... I loved Smash so much. I, like, remember watching the previews before it was even, like, out on TV. I remember watching it on TV. I remember, like, holding onto the seat of my pants. I remember bawling my eyes out when it was canceled, among other things. It was just... And there are so many Smash fans out there mm. who just, you know, love the show. It's kind of a little cult classic. So I'd love to do an episode all about Smash. I'd love to even maybe do like yeah. a season one breakdown and a season two breakdown. And I would love to have like guests join us from the show. Um, like, you know, Megan Hilty or I think Deborah Messing and Christian, Bo Christian Borrell would be so much fun to have on because Tom and Julia are my favorites. So I'd love to have them on to chat about like season one. And then mm -hmm. for season two, I'd love to have like Jeremy Jordan, uh, Krista Rodriguez, you know, there are just so many amazing theater people who did Smash, and even if they weren't, like, in, like, a role on Smash, the cameos are ridiculous, and it's just, it's a show about loving theater, and we are a podcast mm. about loving theater, so yeah, I want to do a double feature on Smash. I could not agree more. <laughs> that would be great. Anyway, I've rambled enough. Um, so, yeah, going forward here, we are, we have some stuff planned for August. We have some fall stuff. We're going to bring back our spooky musicals theme. We're going to do a Christmas musical theme. Uh, we're going to have lots of fun over here. But there's always room for your suggestions. So you can email us at breakingthecurtain at gmail.com. Yes, at gmail.com. I forgot our email. You can message us on Instagram or tweet us on Twitter about whatever you guys would like to hear. Honestly, uh, we still have room for all of your suggestions. But yeah, we want to hear what 
we want to hear about what you want to hear. We are extending season two, so we're going to be wrapping that up at the end of December. So anything can happen. It's true. <laughs> you know what we have right now, too? What? We got a blooper reel. <gasps> oh, my goodness. We have a blooper reel, and we are going to play it right now. Yeah. I haven't even heard this blooper reel yet, so we're going to add in the blooper reel just for you guys, because apparently you're not sick of hearing us talk yet. <laughs> can we, like, one day can you make a blooper reel? Because some of the stuff is f***ing brilliant. Five, six, seven, eight! The Nidderlander. Wait, how am I saying it? The Nidderlander. The Nidderlander. Let me... The Nederlander. <laughs> okay, let me go for it. Okay. <laughs> Rent moved to Broadway's Nederlander. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Nederlander. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Rent moved to Broadway's Nederlander Theater on April 29th, 1996. The New York Times called it an exhilarating. <laughs> okay. The New York Times called it an exhilarating landmark. Rent became where Rent. <laughs> oh my God, I'm a mess. In 2005, Rent was adapted into a most... In 2005, Rent was adapted... Oh my god, I can't talk today! But she uh, was Christine Daae in Phantom on Broadway. She's going to be in Phantom on Broadway when Broadway comes back. What the f*** is that? Sidious. Yeah, it was just an excellent performance. We also watched the live kickoff of Andrew Pollock's Legacy of Love concert together on Stellar. It was filmed back in June at the Bucks... Con <laughs> <laughs> the Bucks... Bucks <laughs> <laughs> <Bugs> County. <laughs> I can't. <gasps> no, oh you God. know, I'm usually the reason we need to make these episodes explicit. <laughs> and I was so happy to do this one. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep going. Okay. Okay. I need a drink. I hate us. Most of the clothes in Bat that you see are actually bought on, like, Asus. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Asos? Asos? Asus. It's an O. Not a U. Where do you get sauce from? How do you say SOS? You don't say for SOS. You're not like Asus. SOS. Sauce. You just... It's... That's confusing because you just say the letters S-O-S. Yeah, but the O sound oh. for S-O-S is the same as A-Sauce. It's not sauce A-U, it's a hard O. Whoa. <laughs> Mind, oh. blown. <laughs> Mind blown. It's on oh, Asus. God. It's on Asus. <laughs> We're like spooky investigators, okay? <laughs> And was also successful as a silent. <laughs> the theater is also haunted by the ghost of two clowns, specifically in the stage area. <laughs> One being the clown of Olive's husband, Syphilis. Stop it! She, she's gonna come get you. <laughs> oh my god, Olive, I'm sorry, it's not, it's your husband who was the jerk. Jeez. He was actually okay. <laughs> Mary Pickford's brother. Yeah, wow. Jack Pickford. Hmm, syphilis Pickford. Okay. Whoa, no shit, Jocelyn. 
my hand that is on the floor just got really like a draft over it. Mm-hmm. I'm not okay, kidding. We're sorry. We're sorry for the syphilis joke. We are so sorry. It's not you. It's okay, him. Let's keep going. Okay. Hmm. The theater is also haunted by the ghost of two clowns, specifically in the stage area. One is the. <laughs> I'm good. One is the spirit of Joseph Grimaldi, the father of Ma- <laughs> Why did I not say architect right? Arch- architect? What did I say? Architect. Arch How do you say architect? it? Like architect. Like it's a, uh, okay. instead of an e. Architect John Lyle. <laughs> Another change made for the same reason was the choice not to explicit, explicity, explicit. <laughs> Another change made for the same reason was the choice not to explicitly, explicitly. At one point, the following provided so. <laughs> At one point, the following proved so popular that Bloomingdale's in New York opened a dedicated rent outlet. (laughs) Oh my god, why am I giggling? At the end of Light My Candle, Mimi says, they call me, they call me. (laughs) Sorry, I read it so monotoned, it killed me. (laughs) I didn't realize I was reading the... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) At the end of Light My Candle, Mimi says, they call me, they call me, Mimi. It's a direct Oh my god. You're gonna say this one. <laughs> no, you just you just read it off for me, please. We've reached the end of our one year anniversary episode. Woohoo! And of course, before we do our usual wrap-up and blah blah blah, there are some people we need to thank. Uh specifically, we'd love to start with um every single special guest who has joined us. Giovanni Spano, Danielle Steers, Ben Perkis, Simon Gordon, Shalina Kennedy, Christy Altamar, Connie Rotella, Zena Gushtart, Kate Lumpkin, Lee Lessick, Robert Bannon, Constantine Maroulis, Alexander Espermage. What? Yeah, that was it. Oh! Lucas Rush, Charlotte Anstein, Bobby Rydell, Spencer Williams, Chanel Salcedo, Joseph Perdue, Christina Weston Miller, Bobby Traversa, Aviance Hoyles, Megan Paterno, Nicolette Blount, and Lindell Hart. Woo! What? We are so grateful to every single one of you for taking a chance, really, on a small podcast and for agreeing to sit down and talk about theater with two girls who love theater. Um, we're so grateful for all of you. And as we mentioned earlier, you have lifelong supporters in us. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We'd also like to thank everyone who has ever contributed to our PayPal, Kofi, and Patreon. As we mentioned, we do not have any funding. We don't make any money from the podcast at all. And every little contribution you make helps us create content for you. And tonight we're doing something really special. You can join us live on our Facebook page, Breaking the Curtain. We are going live to chat with all of you. You can ask your stagey questions or just come and hang out with us. Yeah, we will be um, 
I will be bringing the bubbly and we'll be live on Facebook at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time on August 17th, which is Boo. today. And we're so excited to talk with you all. I love the Facebook Lives. I love when we can actually chat with you lovely humans. So come and uh, bring a bevy and celebrate with come us. Come on, celebrate. Thank you all so much for always supporting us. It means the world. And stay safe. And stay stagey. And we'll see you really soon. We'll see you guys later tonight. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.